We're up to Leviticus chapter 20. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Moreover, you shall tell the children of Israel, any one of the children of Israel, or of the strangers who live as foreigners in Israel, who gives any of his offspring to Molech, shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone that person with stones. I will also set my face against that person and will cut him off from among his people because he has given of his offspring to Molech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. If the people of the land all hide their eyes from that person when he gives of his offspring to Molech and don't put him to death, then I will set my face against that man and his family and will cut him off. And all who play the prostitute after him to play the prostitute with Molech from among their people. The person who turns to those who are mediums and wizards to play the prostitute after them, I will even set my face against that person and will cut him off from among his people. Sanctify yourselves therefore and be holy, for I, Yahweh your God, I am Yahweh your God. You shall keep my statutes and do them. I am Yahweh who sanctifies you. Everyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon himself. The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, even he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. The man who lies with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon themselves. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed a perversion. Their blood shall be upon themselves. If a man lies with a male, as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon themselves. If a man takes a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burned with fire, both he and they, that there may be no wickedness among you. If a man lies with an animal, he shall surely be put to death, and you shall kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal and lies with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death, their blood shall be upon them. If a man takes his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and sees her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness, it is a shameful thing. They shall, be, they shall be cut off in the sight of the children of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his iniquity. If a man lies with a woman having her monthly period and uncovers her nakedness, he has made her fountain naked, and she has uncovered the fountain of her blood, both of them shall be cut off from among their people. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, nor of your father's sister, for he has made his close relative naked. They shall bear their iniquity. If a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife, it is an impurity. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. You shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my ordinances and do them, that the land where I am bringing you to dwell may not vomit you out. You shall not walk in the customs of the nation which I am casting out before you, 
for they did all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. But I have said to you, you shall inherit the land, and I will give it to you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am Yahweh your God, who has separated you from the peoples. You shall therefore make a distinction between the clean animal and the unclean, and between the unfowl clean, the unclean fowl and the clean. You shall not make yourselves abominable by animal, or by bird, or by anything with which the ground teems, which I have separated from you as unclean for you. You shall be holy to me, for I, Yahweh, am holy, and have set you apart from the peoples that you should be mine. A man or a woman that is a medium or is a wizard shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones, their blood shall be upon themselves. So, doesn't that sound so grisly, this chapter? All these things that people did and they shall surely be put to death. And we read that today and we think, it sounds so inhumane. Um, well, thank God for that. <laughs> I know it sounded funny for me to just say that, but the reason it sounds so inhumane is that the Bible that we have just read and society have changed. Society has changed because the Bible has had an influence on it. Now, there are still people that do some of these things, but the land that the children of Israel were going into was full of it, was so full of it, and these things were so common that people thought they were normal. And God had to set the bar and say, this is it, this stuff is no good, you can't live like that, it's evil and it's wrong, and he had to set consequences for it to just make it so clear that these behaviors were wrong. And um, so all the things that were just outlined there as evil things, Canaan was full of it. One of the things the chapter starts out with is giving their offspring to Molech. So Molech was a demon, or a god that they used to worship, and it was a god that would be heated up. It was a, like a statue with its arms out of a bull with horns, and the, the statue would be heated up super hot, and they would get their little babies and lay them in the arms of this hot statue, and the poor little children would die. They would be cooked alive. The children would scream and yell, and they would make such a loud noise with drums and music that you couldn't hear the screaming of the children. It was horrible. And this is the type of thing that was full of the land of Canaan, child sacrifice. And um, people used to, you know, we would ask, well, why on earth would they do that? Well, they believed that by sacrificing your child, you would please this God who would then bless you and give you even more. Now, it's, it's, it's almost correct. It's true that when we give of ourselves to the Lord, the true God, he blesses us. But there are some things that the Lord doesn't ask for because they're wrong. The Lord doesn't ask us to kill our children. When Abraham was asked by the Lord to sacrifice his son, the Lord never intended for Abraham to give his son. It was a test. But it was only a test because everyone else around Abraham was doing it and it didn't seem strange to Abraham at the time. But now if the Lord ever said that to any of us, we would know right away we had not heard the Lord. And the Lord was so clear, by the time we get to this part of the Bible, do not offer your children to Molech. It's, it's detestable. 
It's evil. And, and he said, if anyone does this, stone them because it's wrong. And if, if we had anyone in society that was doing this type of thing, was killing their children, that's what we would do. We might not stone them in Australia, but we would certainly put them in jail and not let them out. Society would be in an uproar over a thing like this. And there have been people in the past who've, um, who've sacrificed their children. And you may remember the case of Lindy Chamberlain. Now in that story, she didn't even sacrifice her child. She was on a camping trip. A dingo came into the tent. And when Lindy wasn't watching, grabbed her little baby uh, and ran out of the tent. But the, the murder case, the case that was brought against her was that she murdered her child and she went to jail for that. Until, of course, later on, she was found to be innocent after having been in jail for many years. But that there was such outrage over a mother who would kill her child. Of course, she didn't actually kill her child, but it demonstrates that we know the value of a human life, and God knows it. And so here we've got this example of do not give your children to Moloch and how terrible it is. God wanted to set an example and say, this thing is so bad, you should stone people to death who do it. And then the Lord goes on to give all these other things that are also, in the mind and the eyes of God, equally terrible. All sorts of sexual immoralities. Now our society has gone backwards because some of these sexual, sexual immoralities have crept back into society and now people are, are starting to treat them as though they're okay when they're not okay. One of the things that people forget is that there's coming a day of judgment. And no one's perfect, but those who love the Lord, they know that they need the mercy of Christ. And we go to the Lord, we say, Lord, forgive us our sins. And then we want to live a holy life and we pray for his help and we walk in righteousness and we avoid these types of sins. But there are plenty of people who don't care. They don't think it matters. They don't think anyone sees. And so they live unholy lives. And the Lord says that people like this would be cut off. And he said that he himself would personally cut them off. Well, that cutting off may not be in this life. But it certainly will be a day of judgment. And people who do not give adherence to the Lord or honor his ways will be cut off. Fortunately, the Lord is so gracious and so merciful that anyone who turns to him can receive the forgiveness of their sins. But the important point is the turning to the Lord, saying, Lord, I need you. And this is something that Christians should do. Christians shouldn't just presume we can live however we want and God will forgive us. No, we, we have to walk close to the Lord, following his ways. And some people have said, thank God that child sacrifice is a thing of the past. Well, thank God it's a thing of the past in the way that it happened you know, back then. But people still sacrifice their children today. And one of the most common ways is, of course, with abortion. People get pregnant, and um, sometimes it's, it's very often it's the man that puts pressure on a woman and says, you know, I, we don't want this child, we can't afford it, let's get rid of it. So they sacrifice the child for the sake of their own futures. They think if they can get rid of this child, they'll have a better future. Well, see, it's the exact same thing that they were doing Back in the Bible times, they, th they thought if they sacrifice this child, they'll have a better future. And uh, other people don't uh, have abortions, but they sacrifice children in other ways. They decide, oh, I'm not going to have any children. They might get married, but they might decide, we're not going to have children. Uh, 
we're gonna just, you know, we're gonna work for 10 or 15 years and we're going to, you know, get all the good things in life and, you know, and make sure we're well established and then we'll think about children. Well, that can be, that can be wrong too, where people are sacrificing children for their own benefit and their own well-being. And um, the very, very first thing that the Lord said in the whole, of, the whole of the Bible was, be fruitful and multiply. Have kids. It's one of the things that God loves. And it can be tricky. It can be a challenge having children. And um, if you have one, you think, wow, this is, hard. this is hard work. And then you have two. It's even more. It's hard work having children. And, uh, but it's, it's the thing that the Lord said to do, and it's wonderful. God loves it. So let's not sacrifice our children upon, you know, the altar of convenience or sacrifice our children to the altar of prosperity, wanting to have a better life. Instead, let's say, no, children are valuable. If the Lord's going to give us children, let's welcome them and accept them. So, you know, these chapters have a lot in them. And it's hard, it's hard in 10 or 15 minutes to say much at all. But I think one thing is clear that sometimes we read a passage like this that talks about the death penalty for various things and we think that the Lord, it seems like the Lord's a bit over the top, but it's not over the top. The Lord needed to demonstrate how important some things were so that people would take them seriously. And we today need to still take these types of things seriously. And even though the death penalty doesn't apply anymore, the lesson of it is still just as important. So Lord, we thank you um, for even the difficult parts of the Bible. And parts like this might not be politically correct or they might not be easy to hear in this 21st century world, but Lord, I thank you. We hear it. We see your heart, your heart for children, your heart for family, your heart for the preservation of marriage and how evil adultery is and Lord, help society. Help us all to be the people of God and help the society we live in to be more and more like you. In Jesus' name.